This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd. Welcome along to this podcast. And we focused on not an album this week, but a certain guitarist with our good friend Kel on the show, Niall Rogers, who's produced and played on so, so many songs. It was a fascinating conversation and do hope you enjoy it. And don't forget to join me live on the show weeknights, 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show, and it's always a pleasure to have uh, guitar player extraordinaire Kel joining us on the show. Um, We kind of take a look at classic albums and dissect them and uh, get all the info about them. Last week was Carlos Santana, of course, Supernatural. What an album that was. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Uh, But this week we've got um, quite a few albums and a guitarist that appears on them all, either as a producer or as a musician or as a session guy or he's written the song. He's a real super guitar player in a very very different style than Carlos Santana yeah very much he's he's very well known as like Lee rhythm guitar player full stop and that's what he's really really well known for and um, it's staggering the amount of records that he's been involved with as well and um, yeah, it's, it's the one and only Noel Rogers. Noel Rogers, who's, uh, <laughs> you know, from the, the 70s disco sounds yeah. with Chic, um, and, and he's been on kind of Daft Punk stuff and, all, you know, uh, David Bowie, which we'll hear a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, does he play solos much? Because I, I must say, I haven't, I don't think I've really no. heard him play leads uh, solos. It's very much in, his, it's, in the rhythm. It's, it's the rhythm stuff that he's, he's known for. He, he does, a lot of it comes from jazz. And I think one of the, I mean, he's one of my favourite guitarists, so that's why I'm, I'm really delighted to yeah. be able to do this one today. Um, but his kind of background is jazz, and what, what he's so clever at is kind of using kind of really complex chords, but it makes it sound simple. But his, his, his understanding of melody and hooks is, is like no one else's. But he can, he can play lead, but he's not really a lead guitarist. But where he sits is very much, it's about the song, it's about the mm. rhythm, and it's about the groove. And he drives it, doesn't he? Exactly. It's, like, it's almost like a, hi, you know, like a hi-hat. Yeah. It's that kind of thing which he does on the guitar. So he, he drives the groove of the whole song. Right. Um, so give us a few facts um, about Mr. Rogers. What do we know? Yeah, so he was born on September the 19th, 1952. Two, um, he co-founded Chic with Bernard Edwards, uh, and this is this is staggering. He's written, produced, or performed on records that have sold over five hundred million today. <laughs> it's quite a few. Yeah, he's, and, he's been on a bit there, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, and seventy-five million singles. He's a rock and roll hall of fame inductee, three times Grammy Award winner, and he's the chairman of the uh, Songwriters Hall of Fame. Wow. Uh, now, as we've spoken about Brian May's guitar that's got mm. a name, remind me of that again. Old Red Special. Old Red Special. Yeah. Um, Niall's guitar has got a name as yeah, well. Yeah, he, 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 he plays uh, a Fender Strat, which is uh, one of the guitars I've got, which, which I brought in, which will be uh, on yeah. the socials. Yeah. Um, but he calls it the hit maker because he's used it on pretty much every single session, whether, it, whether it's through Chic, whether it's through other bands. And it's estimated that that actual guitar... Is uh, is worth? It's featured on nearly two billion dollars worth of, of, of songs. But he, yeah, he's that's his signature thing. And in fact, Fender have done a specific Noel Rogers model as well. 
Which now, is... the big story with you, of course, is the fact that, that you've uh, got one of these guitars and got it signed. Can you just hold it up yeah. to the camera for us? Yeah, uh, I can. Cal? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, lift it around there. Any, any, just hold it up above your head oh. and we'll see it there. That's there it. There we go. So that signature belongs to the one and only Nile Rogers, right? Exactly, yeah. And it's, it's my white Fender Stratocaster. Um, How did and... that come about? When did, it, when did he sign that? It was, um, yeah, it's a friend of mine who, who got it. She, she used to work for the record label. And when he came over to do Sand Dance, which was a couple of years ago, which I went to see. Yeah. She said she was looking after him, and I'm like, oh, can you do me a favour? Because I, I don't normally, I wouldn't normally get a guitar signed, but he's such a big, like, hero of mine. I thought, oh, oh, do you reckon yeah. you might be able to get him signed? And, and they took a picture of him signing it as well, which is really, really oh, cool. that's brilliant, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of pride and joy. So a signed <laughs> Fender Stratocaster. That's yeah. right, oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Right then, we're going to get into our first piece of music that you've chosen. As you said, he's appeared on countless different albums. Yeah. Uh, but um, perhaps one of the most famous is alongside David Bowie. Yeah, and I think what's interesting with this, with every artist that he's worked with, and there's some which people are like, oh, I never knew that was Noel Rogers. And I think same with David Bowie as well. It, it, it seems to take that artist somewhere different and incredible success. So, so Let's Dance was a very big departure from what people know of Bowie. Yeah. But it was one of his most successful albums to date. And that's that's Noel Rogers' influence on this this particular song. It was interesting because they they'd met in New York. Um, actually, Billy Idol introduced them, and then they had this amazing kind of conversation about jazz because Noel Rogers comes from a jazz background. Right. Uh, Bowie liked the kind of avant-garde jazz, so that, there was this connection there. But um, the story behind this was like Bowie came in and he presented him the song, and it just sounded like a very simple folk song. You know, okay. nothing, nothing too special, just a couple of chords. Yeah. And then Noel Rogers doing what he did completely changed it, changed the chord progression. This is a really good example, actually, because they're really, really weird jazzy chords, but it sounds like a pop song. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then it's got that driving rhythm. It's got that, that Noel Rogers touch. It's him playing guitar. There's also another guitarist called Stevie Ray Vaughan who plays the guitar solo in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Bowie kind of found him uh, when he played the Montreux Jazz Festival. And... Yeah, it's just just a great, great song, and it had a really iconic video. And um, let's yeah, hear it. Yeah, let's dance. Let's dance. And dance the blue 
tell you, that's uh, rhythmic guitar. It just drives that song, Cal, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, and as I say, it was originally, it had more of like a folk song feel. But but again, this is where it's, it's very strange with Noel Rogers because I think, I mean, the figures speak for itself. He's just so underrated to take something which was completely different, turn into it with a brilliant funk sensibility, but this huge pop sensibility. And again, at the time, it was really, really kind of almost revolutionary and right on the money. It's just so, so clever. Yeah. Great production. Super clever. We're going to come back with more uh, from Kel's classic album, or albums with an S, as they <laughs> all appear, of course, or everyone features the incredible talent of Nile Rogers. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back to the show, and uh, guitarist Kel has joined us once again. We are taking a look at the incredible career of Nile Rodgers, who's, you know, started out in the 70s, started out in jazz, and has since gone on to produce and work with so many different bands. And um, you can't talk about Nile Rodgers, Kel, without mentioning the band Chic. No, exactly. That's that's kind of where it all started, really. That's the really. fundamental kind of platform, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the first band which he started with uh, Bernard Edwards. And the songs are just, I mean, there's countless the amount of hits. And and just researching this, it's like it's never ending. This huge list of songs that he's been involved with. But, um, yeah, I, I think Chic is just one of those quintessential 70s bands. You hear one song, you're up, you're dancing, and you know exactly, right, that's, that, 70s, that 70s thing. They, they kind of, the songs are almost kind of bigger than themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. They've become a real, real kind of part of the culture and history of music and it's so ingrained with the 70s it's just, it's just fantastic let's have a listen So there's another fine example of um, of um, now Rogers and uh, his driving guitar, rhythmic guitar. Thank you, Tim, for your message. Question: Did now Rogers play the bass? Um, I think his signature songs all have strong bass lines. I'm guessing that was Bernard, Bernard Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, yeah who's and we, we could literally do an hours on him as well. <laughs> but and in fact, it's interesting that's brought up because this is such a well-known bass line for this particular song. And you say there's that kind of a formula, three on E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it starts like, you know, dum, dum. So it starts, yeah. dum, dum, dum. Now, there's a lot of other songs which have that. So 
You know uh, Another One Bites the Dust? Yeah. Damn, Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah, okay. It's three. It's like one, two, three. So it's it's got that thing. So he kind of almost invented this thing, which is known as three on E, three notes on the E string. Um, and that bass line has been sampled a million times. It was on Rapids Delight and everything. But but the, the two of them were so closely locked the way they played. And that's why, I mean, it's great that it's, it's been recognised of um, how strong the bass playing is because yeah. that was a yeah. real integral part of Sheik. Yeah. Really, really strong. Now, uh, playing stuff like this, uh, yeah. it's an interesting story, this, because, uh, you know, before, I don't know if you've still got it going, you used to have uh, Kel's, uh, name Kel's tune. We used to feature it on uh, another programme on uh, on the Dubai Eye 103.8. Was it Sounds of Summer or Lunch with Lloyd? Yeah. One of those. Yeah, I think so, yeah. We used to feature it. And um, it was this song that actually kind of kicked you off on on the yeah. name Kel's tune thing the little videos that you used to put up yeah because I started I, I kind of worked out how to play it properly because I thought I Had knew you been how playing to play it wrong it. I've been playing it wrong for years <laughs> and this is the um the beauty of of Nile Rogers because it sounds simple what he does but it really really isn't so for years I'd been playing it in a particular way yeah and it wasn't that it was Ah, yeah, that's a bit brighter, that. that that's yeah, it's just sick. that chord. And yeah. I've been playing it wrong forever. And it's it's interesting because I watch a lot of other guitarists on YouTube. Everyone plays it wrong. And I think that's one of the things with his songs. It's way more complex than it sounds. It sounds an awful lot simpler than it is. Um, but yeah, so when I worked that out, it like kind of blew my head off. I'm like... Oh my gosh! Look, <laughs> I've been playing it wrong. I've been playing it years. wrong, but it's that cool, and that and that just sounds amazing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, yeah. very cool. So lovely. Yeah. Okay, we're go we're going to get to um, another song, and uh, this one was from kind of the, the new romantic era when, you know, yeah. we all had the big shoulder pads going on and um, <laughs> a, a lot more. I'm talking about Duran Duran. Let's give this a spin. No
So, yeah, another epic track that features the guitar of, of Nile Rodgers. What do we know about this song? Yeah, so again, this was a really interesting time for Duran Duran because it was, uh, this came out in 86 and they obviously was huge in the early 80s. Yeah, yeah. And this was the time, so they just finished their like, like 84 world tour and this is when they kind of split up a bit. Okay. Um, it's when the drummer uh, Roger Taylor left and also Andy Taylor, the guitarist, had left. I think they was kind of a bit burnt out. They'd also done the side projects, which was like the Power Station and yeah, Arcadia. Yeah, yeah. That Power Station record's amazing. Um, but they kind of went in a different direction. And again, Nile Rodgers came in. So this is this is Nile Rodgers playing guitar. He plays guitar on the, on the whole album. He's effectively the guitarist and the producer. And uh, yeah, and this ended up being, I think it was it was like their only Billboard number one. So it really helped break them even further yeah. into the States. But again, it's, it's like what he did with Bowie because it's... It's a Duran album, but it doesn't sound like Duran. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like Rio. It doesn't sound like the the, the other records. It's, it's got its very its very own thing. Same with Let's Start's David Bowie. Kind of different, but very, very right. So, again, yeah, he, he came in and, and did the production of this, and it ended up being a, a huge, huge song. And a, and a big song on the 80s. Yeah, I'd be interested to know how he goes about it. You know, does he get, yeah. does he get the groove first? Um, you know, yeah. Because as you say, it's all about groove, isn't it? It's it is. all about being in that in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, I think he's it's very much dependent upon the artist that he works with, and he somehow brings something out of them that wasn't there before. Again, like the Bowie one, that stance. It doesn't sound like no. scary monsters. It doesn't sound, no. but it sounds like Bowie. But this track, you know, it doesn't. It's not the same as previous Duran, but it sounds like Duran Duran, and I think that's part of his genius. He knows how to bring this side of an artist out. It's still got it's got a Nile Rodgers feel to it. Without you kind of going, oh, that's Nile Rodgers. Do you, do, do you know what I mean? It's just mm. like, oh, that's a really, really good song, and. Um, yeah, just testament to the absolute genius that he is. Yeah, and I mean, the numbers that you told us earlier on, um, what, what was it again? The- 500 million albums and 75 million singles. 500? Who, who turns out 500 million <laughs> albums? <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, I, but I think that's, that's, that's the other thing with him, is I don't think people realise, they, they know of him, but I don't think they realise how much music he's been involved with and how many artists and how many songs he's been involved with. It's just starting, when I started to research on this, it's like, yeah. wow, this is like a huge book in itself. I mean, when you, you mentioned artists there. I mean, who are some of the artists that he's, yeah. you know, produced, collaborated with? Yeah, so many. So people like Diana Ross, Bowie, Duff Punk, Sister Sledge, In Excess, uh, Avicii, um, Lay Me Down. And so they're that, all so different, aren't yeah. they? You know, you've got dance music, you've got In Excess, the rockers. It, exactly. Uh, Diana Ross kind of soul. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. He seems to be able to fit in all of these genres he also does he's quite involved in um like computer games music like like for the halo soundtracks he, right. he he kind of got involved in that really really heavily as well and i think it's just he's just got this passion for music but he just seems to be able to take it just to a completely different level so as you say there's lots of mm. different artists there you know bowie and um dran dran completely different i mean obviously dran were heavily influenced by bowie but yeah. he brought that thing out of them that made them sound like themselves but but very very different i think he's super well respected as well isn't he and uh, you know you see him on interviews and uh, yeah he's 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 almost like a godfather of guitar yeah yeah he is and he's he really because a lot of guitars focus around lead how fast can you play and all the flash widley stuff and he doesn't do that he just sticks with the groove 
all the way through. And I think that's where, where he gets his, his respect from because he just goes in. And I think it's just his overall love of music. You know, I think that's the thing. I, I read an interview with him uh, a couple of days ago and it's saying, right, you know, if you only had half an hour left on earth, what would you do? And he said, I'll just practice guitar. He said, it's, <laughs> it's the thing that makes me the happiest thing to do in the world. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah and I think it shines through as well. We're going to come back and we've got another couple of tracks to play for you from different albums that have all featured the incredible Niall Rogers. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. We're talking music on the show today and uh, an incredible guitar player in Nile Rogers. He's quite a stylish dude as well, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I mean, wears the hats quite a lot, you know, the long dreads and yeah. great clobber that he's got. Fab- he, fabulous yeah. wardrobe. Yeah, he says in interviews he can't, one of his biggest problems is he can't walk past a glow shop without going in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that kind of shines through yeah. with, with his style. Now, talking of style, um, he produced um, one of Madonna's great albums, of course, and uh, one of the songs, the, the studio album Like a Virgin, and uh, one of the yeah. songs Material Girl, an absolute monster uh, of a song. Again, it's so iconic. It almost becomes... It's its own entity. And I think with this, um, you know, it's Madonna at, ha- at her absolute prime. And the video, which was like the Marilyn uh, Monroe pastiche, if you remember that, you know, her yep. coming down the stairs and, and that, that kind of thing. Um, but this, is, this was her second album. And this was the one that just took her completely yep. into a different direction. And he said, he said when, when he first met her, um, she'd moved to New York and she was starting to go to the clubs. And he said there was just, she had this crazy presence. He said, you know, I, I, I was in chic. I'd go to the New York clubs thinking, you know, I'm the main guy. Yeah. He said, I'd have Madonna with me. People didn't know who she was because she wasn't famous then. But they all migrated to her. And he's like, well, hang on, I'm supposed to be the star. <laughs> hang on a minute, I'm now Rogers. Yeah, yeah, do you know who I am? You know, I wrote the freak. Um, but she said she just had this thing. She knew what she wanted and she, she was very, very strong. And um, yeah, and he, he produced the whole album. And, and this is, it's, again, it's such a great pop song. Yeah. And it's interesting because when you play this back to back with Bowie and Duran Duran, you can kind of hear a thread between all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can kind of hear that that Nar Rogers uh, thing. But for this as well, which is really cool, he re- he recruited in his chic bandmates as well. Yeah. So it's Bernard um, Bernard Edwards on bass and also Tony Thompson on drums because the drum line's really powerful as well. So between the whole three of them, driving, great, great, great track.
So there's uh, another Nile Rodgers produced tune from uh, Madonna. Uh, made it to number two in the UK, number three in the USA. Great video as well with that classic um, gentleman prefer blondes kind of look. Uh, Madonna as Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I mean, as you mentioned there, maybe Madonna didn't have the world's greatest voice at the time, but nice. the charisma and the drive. That's and it. In pop music, I think another one is Jennifer Lopez uh, that springs to yeah, mind. You true. know, know exactly what they want and, and get it. And, yeah. and, and it's such a great success. Yeah, and I think back then as well, and especially with Madonna, it's she was one of the, the kind of forerunners of, of solo female artists. Because back then there wasn't as many, certainly not in pop and certainly not as powerful as her. But I think that's the thing with her. You know, her old image, it wasn't, it wasn't contrived or made up. That was her. That's yeah. me kind of going, this is me, this is my style, this is what I'm doing, yeah. and that's and, it. And, and changed it so many times. Yeah, over, yeah. I mean, yeah. if anyone knows how to evolve, it's Madonna. Yeah, yeah. I, I, even now, she's she's re-evolving. <laughs> <I know. Yeah. laughs> Never ending. That's yeah. yeah that's she's a world well to her own to her I own. That one. <laughs> now, if if there's one tune that I would probably go for to say that really epitomises the guitar of of Nile Rodgers, it would be this next song from Sister Sledge. In fact, anything from Sister Sledge yeah. you can probably go with it. And of course, Chic. We already heard Good Times, yeah. but Thinking of You is a fine example of just what he does doing yeah. what he does. Yeah, for me, it's my it's one of my favourite guitar lines full stop in the whole world let alone of his it's just such a good example of his playing because you can you you can feel the the groove and the tempo of it without any other instruments just how he's playing that rhythm at the beginning and it's and it's it's quite it's another one which is actually a lot harder to do than it sounds it sounds relatively simple and there's there's bits of Jimi Hendrix in there the way Jimi Hendrix kind of did things with chords Nile Rodgers is doing something similar. And again, this was one I thought I'd, I'd, I had it down for years. And then I saw a clip and I went, oh, oh. Well, that's what he's doing. Yeah. And then when I when I did it, I'm like, ah, it's that. But um, yeah, and, and it's, it's a lovely story with Sister Sledge because the, the record company picked them up. They were, they were all sisters, but they couldn't find the right kind of songwriters and the right vehicle for them. And Noel Rogers, they said to Noel, come, come and make, come and make these yeah. girls. Yeah. And they said they just had such an energy and such a vibe, and they were so sweet that it really inspired them. And then that's when they came out with um, "We Are Family" album. I mean, that, I think that's a, that's a bigger song. But for me, this is, uh, yeah, this is like one of my Desert Island Death songs. Thinking of you.
Kel uh, playing away there and um, on that track such a lovely riff isn't it on thinking uh, of you from uh, Sister Sledge awesome conversation um, all about the incredible Nile Rogers. are we, we going to be seeing that uh, Fender Strat signed by Nile Rogers on eBay anytime soon oh no 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 <laughs> you're never going to part with that guitar no no it's staying with me yeah yeah, yeah. good for you um, so we had a Carlos Santana guitar in the studio last week um, we have a Nile Rogers guitar uh, this week I mean yeah. our producer um, asked earlier on how many guitars do you have uh, Cal Jensi was uh, curious to know yeah not enough no? <laughs> no, not enough. No, no. Um, yeah, I've probably got about seven or eight. I think I've got some. Yeah. Some in the UK, right? But um, yeah, yeah. Have you got any on the shopping list? That um, oh yeah, there's yeah. a few. What would yeah. be, be the next one of you? Money was no object. Oh gosh, what would um, be the next one on the what's, what? I, in fact, I tried to see it at the weekend. I went into Art of Guitar, which is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful yeah. guitar shop, and uh, and they have the same brand as the guitar, the guitar from last week, Paul Reed Smith. There's a guy called Mark Latieri who plays with Snarky Puppy. Okay. And he's a he's a such a phenomenal guitarist, but he's got a guitar out called the Fiore, and um, I really like that because he he plays like with a real mixture of like Nile Rodgers and rock. And uh, yeah, I've got one. I've got my eyes. Got on your those. eye on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kel, as always, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Real great insight into some fantastic music produced and played by the great Nile Rodgers. Thank you so thank much you. for Pleasure. coming. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.